Before we start the podcast today, I have to tell everybody about uh, a competition we're running at Thoughts from the Bench. If you go to tftbstore.com, tftbstore.com, like Thoughts from the Bench acronym, store.com, uh, we're we're doing a competition. Who can sell the most shirts? Okay, there is a Great Depression shirt on there. It's called Sad Boy Summer. It's in an awesome khaki sand tan color. Uh, it's the logo with shades on and a bucket hat. Um, and if I sell the most of these shirts, I get $100 to do what I want with for content. Obviously, all of you listening and watching right now are going to get to help me pick what we do with $100. That's a no-brainer, right? But I'm going to spice up the deal a little bit. If you buy a shirt, DM me that you bought a shirt. Okay. Uh, if you don't follow me on anything for, for whatever reason, DM the thoughts from the bench accounts. I don't care. DM me that you bought a shirt. DM me the receipt. And I'm going to give you a special call in line. And I'm gonna we're gonna get it all set up, but we're gonna do a completely uh all requests call in show for AGD radio in August. So if you buy a shirt, you get the number, you get to call in, request a song. Um yeah, so do that, and let's fucking win. I'm the only show that just has me. Every other show has at least two people. It's just me and you. You know, Zach left just like his daddy left him, and so we're just here alone trying to win this stupid t-shirt competition so that we can dunk on everybody and we get $100. Like, I don't know. Like, what do you want to do? Do you want to rent, like, a karaoke bar for the night and sing emo songs? Like, that sounds fun. We could do that for a hundred bucks or um, I'll rent out a venue and everybody can come and we'll bring our own speakers and shit. Like I'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, you can do a lot with a hundred dollars. I just do a fucking hundred dollar bar tab. We'll play chase the chicken. I'll post up somewhere, leave clues and I'm going to try to drink the hundred dollars. You guys got to come find me. And once you find me, you get to drink off the hundred bucks too. Um, we'll figure something out. It'll be fucking awesome, but uh, we got to win. Um, TFTB Thoughts from the Bench TFTB store.com uh grab the great uh the Great Depression Sad Boy Summer shirt uh and thanks for listening to this episode Welcome to A Great Depression, a podcast for every mall rat, jan sport, backpack emo kid struggling with the boredoms of everyday adult life. Justin Boyd, a current backpack kid, giant emo, still struggling with the boredoms of everyday adult life, is in the studio. That's me. All right. Today we are broadcasting from the Union Fitness Studios. Union Fitness is located on the North Shore of Pittsburgh. Union Fitness is more than a traditional gym. It's a place where you can transform yourself inside and out through a variety of classes like fitness, yoga, strength, performance training. At Union Fitness, they believe it is their duty to hold themselves and their clients to a higher standard. They practice what they preach and uphold the values that make Union Fitness the community that it is. Go to unionfitness.com today and sign up for a consultation. Through Union, there is strength. It's fun having people who know the ad read on the show. <laughs> I, I love that you have it down completely pat now. Yeah. I, you it's, can do it on, on sight unseen. Yeah. I think Derek's at that point now too. Um, it's just, it's, I don't want to say it's obnoxious, but it feels obnoxious at this point. I mean, I think it's a good thing to, to remember. 
good thing to know. It makes it easy. Like, I don't even know where the piece of paper is in the studio right now. Greg has it. Probably. Greg needs it. Greg, Greg probably taped it to his, like, bedroom wall so he can read it every While night before bed. Yeah. One of these days I'm going to I'm going to just nail this thing. They're going to they're gonna spring it on me, and I'm going to be so fucking ready. They won't even know what hit them. They won't even know what hit them. Um, Jay Boyd. That's me. So I had to do this thing, and I'm not pumped about it, but you're somebody I want to talk about it with. All right. Are you ready? I hope it's not a colonoscopy. No. Okay, cool. No, but that would be actually hilarious. <laughs> I didn't know. I'll call you when I have a colonoscopy. All right, let me know. Um, I have been sober for 10 days. Wow. It sucks. Stone cold? Nothing? Well, yeah, a little weed. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, you know, a little, little, little weed. A little weed is, you know. You know. That's fine. It's acceptable. Right. But I, uh, so I had a concussion last Monday. Oh. And then I hit my head again on Wednesday. Not good. No. Double, double banger. Yeah. Um, and they say, you know, no, no alcohol, no caffeine, no ibuprofen for 10 days. Oh, okay. So uh, today I was the first day that I had coffee because it's been 10 days since Monday. And I felt like I had like taken like pre-workout and snorted it. It was terrible. You were wired crazy. Dude, like couldn't focus, couldn't get my brain to shut off, couldn't like, couldn't anything. It was miserable. It was like... um. What what is uh what do all those college kids take? Uh oh 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 it starts with an A, Adderall. Adderall. It was like a yeah. bunch of Adderall, but not in a good way because you weren't focused. You were just all over the place. I don't. Even, I've never had Adderall, so I couldn't tell you I, if it was either. even a I, good or a bad I, thing. I know. I know a lot of people that do it. Mm-hmm. Just you know that uh, if they want to clean the house or get something done, they'll do some Adderall. So <laughs> get after it. I had a friend. Uh, tell me a couple of weekends ago that Adderall is uh, better than cocaine because they can't put fentanyl in Adderall. <laughs> I mean, that's a fair, right? fair deduction. Is that awesome? It's a fair deduction. And I was I mean, just like, okay, cl- oh, I'll bleep that. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, man. Cool. I, got, I like where your head's at. Yeah. Like, just, uh... But yeah. Okay. So what'd you do? You fall? You no, sport? no, not even something fun. It's it's ugly. It's ugly. So uh, I told a uh, good friend of the show, Josh Conroy, what I did. And he goes, oh, fat guy problems. Oh, man. So I hit, I hit my head trying to get into my refrigerator. <laughs> fat I don't, guy problems. I don't know <laughs> if I've ever heard a tale of somebody get a, a concussion by hitting their head were you coming out or going in coming out okay so it wasn't like you were too excited and you and you just <laughs> dove in it was more so you well maybe you no, were too excited maybe you it found, was i was just like i like, got, I got it, it. Yeah, let's get out of here and uh wow yeah uh, okay <laughs> what'd you what'd you do the second time oh that was on the roof rack of the car okay that okay. one's a little That's bit more, a little more understandable yeah. yeah and it was the yards it wasn't like the bronco it wasn't like i was like okay. swinging around off something and hit my head it was you just were just was like getting out of the car quick and bang bang uh but yeah i was so our new house the the kitchen is long but not wide okay and the other kitchen in our old house was a perfect square you remember right and so I wasn't used to not being able to open the fridge with somebody behind me. So instead of asking my wife and the dog to move, I was like, oh, I'll go in sideways. So instead of like, you can't really see this, but oh yeah, you can. Perfect. So instead of going in like this, right? okay, 
I went in like this. Mm. So half of my head was in. Now, if you go Where'd in. you hit here? Yeah. Okay. So if you if you go in straight, right, when you stand up, you naturally rock back, right? right? So you miss your head. But if you go in sideways and stand up, the left side the of your back. head is just getting fucked up. Damn. The left yeah. side of the head is where you keep your happiness, too. So, You know what? Oddly enough, the past 10 days have been very chill. I mean. And for me, that's a lot. 10 days, no alcohol. I did that. Uh, like a month or two ago, it was it was nice. It was nice. It felt good. So briefly. So that's why I wanted to talk to you about it. Not that you're an alcoholic, <laughs> um, but that like you know every time you and I are together, we're like three beers or more, or two beers or more, or two beers deep. <laughs> um, we are three beer guy though. Yeah, because we, we drink I, the tall boy. <laughs> yeah, I mean I yeah I tend to drink a lot of beer. Right. So. But like how so you have you've done a is ten days the longest you've been in Not, your adult life? No. I I definitely did uh, a good I wanna say like a month and a half oh, wow. of no drinking. Because I had a really, really awful it was like two three years ago. Fourth of July twenty eighteen, I wanna say. I drank I believe the same fourth of July. I didn't even make it to Fourth of July because I was so hungover. I didn't see the fifth of July. Yeah. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I did not see the fourth. I I I saw the fourth briefly. Yeah. But it was an all day thing and I, I think I drank probably nine different types of alcohol that I had oh, beer, wow. tequila, vodka, añejo, gin, oh, rum, whiskey, bourbon. Like I literally had and I was playing beer pong at one point with uh Glasses of Añejo. That that was the worst hangover I've ever had in my life. I tried to drink Pedialyte in the shower. Or not in the shower. I drank Pedialyte before I took a shower and threw up in the shower. Just threw up all the Pedialyte. I I ordered like my favorite food. Couldn't eat it. I was was just miserable. And then I literally did not feel good until like 6 a.m. July 6th. Wow. Is when I started to feel better. And I still July. Two sleeps. July, yeah. July and I woke up in the bathroom July fifth, sleeping next to the toilet. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that was it. Was not a so I took a little break. That was uh, that's how John Mayer got sober. A miserable evening. A miserable, a miserable day. And he's just like, "Why am I fucking doing this?" And then just quit drinking cold turkey. Smart man. Right. But beer tastes really good. It does. And there's something I have like a pride in being a three beer guy. I'm usually like a six beer guy. Yeah, well, yeah, but like the idea that you can be like, you can you can have a bunch of beers with people you genuinely like and like be okay, right? Like there's there's this thing that uh, we did uh, last week in this golf trip, right? And we had somebody pull out kind of last minute, and our list was short because like we knew we'd be getting fucked up. And there's only certain people that can handle their shit when they're fucked up. Right. So, like, you have to really, like, watch. Even, like, uh, we do this beer fest every year. Uh, it was two weekends ago on Father's Day weekend. Oh, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Grist House people let me know that you guys were there. Tell that story from your perspective. Well, my buddy, uh, Hank, Hank, who works there. Uh, he was Shout like, out, Hank. He was like, I ran into your buddies. They uh, do the podcast. It was like Josh and Greg. And I was like, oh, I was like, up at the beer fest. And he said, yeah. And I said, how were they? He said, oh, they were good guys. Really nice, really nice people. He's like, they were a little fucked up. <laughs> he, he was like, they were, uh, 
I met them and then I walked away and I observed. And when I walked away and observed, I saw them both just laughing hysterically at one another, I believe. Probably. And uh, he was like, yeah, I mean, they were having a good time. But where where was it at? It was in Ohio uh, Pile. Ohio Pile, yeah. yeah. So I mean, understandable to to get a little uh, so wild there. All right, so hang on because this is this is awesome. So first off, we go with my family every year. My mom and I have not missed one in five years. Okay. And when COVID happened, we made our own. <laughs> right, right, right. I remember you told me about yeah. that. Yeah. So we go every year, and like we've kind of expanded our posse a little bit. But it has to be somebody who can handle their drinks, not turn into a douchebag, and like still like be functional for like we have to you have to be able to get back to the cabin. Once yeah. you're at the cabin and you're down, whatever, who That's fucking fine. cares? But the journey, you know, you gotta be able to make the journey. You gotta walk across a bridge and the bridge is precarious at times. Right, right. And you know, That's you know. So uh Greg got inducted into that group like two years ago because Greg, even at his drunkest, is still pretty functional. And um, not saying that you wouldn't be invited. I think you would love it. And you should probably come next year. I would come. Because I think it's right up your alley. But this year is the first year my brother went. Who is what he believes king alcoholic. Those are his words. Because So what happens is they hand you a glass. And you walk into a semicircle of pop-up tents with brewers under every one of them. And every brewer has at least two beers. Okay. And they hand you a full pint glass, and those fuckers fill those things up. That's not the little sippy pour like you get. Beer fest, yeah. Yeah, yeah. at Stage AE or Convention Center. It's a full glass of beer. So you really have to be able to handle your fucking shit. And every year, I've tried to complete the ring. Mm. Because that's that seems like the goal, yeah, right? Yeah, Drink the, one the, from everybody. You made it into a half circle. I, to me, that's the challenge. <laughs> There's clearly it's a, a challenge. It's, called, it's called around the world. Yeah. <laughs> I've done this before, and I'm going to win. And I'm going to win. So, But I've never completed it. Fair. Because there's normally 30 to 40 breweries. Jesus Christ. Right? Which means that that could be... Wait, breweries or beers? Breweries. Oh, wow. So double that. Yeah, that's... Sometimes triple that. 60 to 80 beers. Because Oscar Blues brings everything in their catalog. I mean, I would at least complete the ring of breweries. I don't know if I could complete the ring of every beer. Sure. Sure. And so this year, there was only 15. See, that seems achievable. So this was achievable. And Greg and I were really excited because we're like, this year we're going to fucking do it. And my brother is like... 15 beers. It's like, I'm going to drink every fucking beer in here. Like one of every. And I'm like, I wouldn't do that. It's a tall order, bro. I wouldn't do that. Because it's craft beer. Yeah. There's not a light beer. The only light beer that was there was Two Hearted Ale. Oh. <laughs> Which is still like a 7%, 8% light beer. I think it's eight. So, um, so he goes for it. And he completed the ring in under an hour. 15 beers in under an hour. And he's a big, he's like your size. He's a big guy. And so he's like, I got this. Fuck you guys. I got this. And we had to support carry him back to, like he was on his feet, but not on his feet. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was, he, he was there, but nobody was home. Right. So we get him back to the cabin. And so the whole time we're tagging him across the bridge. He's like, fuck you guys. You guys said I couldn't do it. I fucking beat your stupid little ring. You gotta call it the Jerry Jerkle now. <laughs> like it's just like the Jerry going Jerkle. off, right? He's out, done. Like I don't even think he ate dinner. Like he was just out. So the Bucks played Game Seven that night against the Nets, 
And my goal was to get fucked up, but not so fucked up that I missed the game. Right. Right? The game goes into overtime. We're at the bar. All of a sudden, the doors fly open. Here comes Jerry. I said bucks in seven, and it's called the Jerry Jerk. Oh, Giannis jersey on. Just all nine Just... yards. Walks right up to the bartender starts drinking again. I was like, that's the most. Like hey, a phoenix, he rose. He rose from, from his own, yeah. He he rose from his own drunkenness, right? Back for more. I've been there. That's I mean that's that's like day drinking one on one. It's day get, drinking one the boot and rally. Yeah, you know you you start early, you go down. Yep. You get that recovery. Maybe you get a little pizza or something. Yeah. In there, but you need that nap. You thousand percent need, <laughs> need the, nap. the nap. The nap is crucial, and then you're ready for the for the evening. Ready for round two. Yeah. So what I was thinking Hank saw was Jeremiah and not me because we were wearing matching shirts. We, oh, we both oh, had our hair he, up. He said it was Greg as well. So that, but it was the second part you said that we were laughing at each oh, other okay. because it, like maybe Greg, you guys were laughing at him. We're laughing at Jeremiah. Yeah, very well could have been. That could be it. very well could have been because at one point in time, I like Greg and I were standing there. I think we were watching the band. And I like tapped Greg on the shoulder and like pointed. Jeremiah was like down, <laughs> just spread eagle, spread eagle on, on the, the ground, just eating something. I don't know what it was. I, I was love that. Like, hey man, he when you're it. in Ohio pile and there's 15 breweries oh, there, and the sun's out, yeah, and they I mean, play fucking bluegrass music. You just it's a vibe. What man. what else can you do but lay on the ground and just eat, be hammered, eat something? Right? It's oh, dude, it's the best. It's it's my happy place. That's where I go when Derek's making me angry. I go to the semicircle and on file. That's right, and you're in your head. Yeah, I mean, I, so I've I've only, I've never actually been to Ohio Pile. <gasps> I know, isn't that crazy? Oh, all right. Well, we're taking you. Yeah, I was I was I was supposed to go many of time, but I never went. Um, I've always wanted to go. I wanted to go take photos there. I thought it'd be cool. Very scenic. Uh, it, isn't there a nice? Isn't that where uh, Cucumber Falls is? Yes. Or, yeah. I've always wanted to go there. That's I've seen photos. I think it would be nice and scenic. Never been. I would love to take you because that is like there's like I think everybody has that one place that's in their head that's like magical. Maybe it's Sweden for you. <laughs> um but like that's like this magical little place where uh your brain wanders to and like you're like I can't wait to go back to that and that's Ohio pile right. for me. That's fair. It's, it's the bowling alley for me. Which bowling alley? doesn't matter it doesn't matter just, doesn't matter as long as i can throw a ball down a lane when did that start when did you become a bowling guy honestly when i was younger but i took a break so i started bowling when i was like 12 or 13 mm -hmm. and i used to bowl in a league in sharpsburg uh it was like after school on wednesdays i think so like 4 30 to like 6 30 something okay. like that um and i did that for like two years and that was when i bowled so i bowled my highest game when i was like 13 which was a 287 and then i stopped bowling for like i don't know probably 12 years and i just recently in the last like six or seven years started bowling again maybe m more um i found my bowling ball and i moved like my old ball and i was like oh, oh. Go, go and i like got the thumb redrilled and i went and i still had it like a little bit so i was like cool i'll get a new ball got a new ball and I just started going again. I literally would go like once a week. Now I'm going like twice a week. And you had a 290. 290. Two nights ago. On Tuesday. That's fucking awesome. 
I can't even think about being that proficient in anything. That's the only thing I seem to be proficient in currently. <laughs> and photography. And photography, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I'm trying. I'm, I'm going to go again tonight. I, I have an itch now. I, I hit that. I got an, I haven't had a new high score since I was 13. So that's like. Oh, like, that's awesome. That's why I'm like. That's really cool. I never beat it. Like, I got close. I had like a 279 last year. Um, You know, I got close, but that was. That was the closest I've ever been to a 300. So if you, let's say, let's say you hit 300 a night, do you continue to bowl the rest of the night or are you just walking out of there? Oh, I keep going. You just keep going? You keep going. Oh, see, I would, I'd have to walk away. Oh, I can't walk away. I mean, I, I would just be happy just to get it. You know what I mean? But if I got it, I'm got to keep going. Yeah. If, if, if Tiger gets a hole in one, does he just stop? So that's how that's how the equivalent is to you. It's a hole in one. It's not a completion of the game. It's just a really good round. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I well, because I guess you could look at it in, in a couple ways. Because I mean, what is a what would that be an equivalent to in golf? Like, would that be uh, seventy-one eight, strokes? Eight, would it be eighteen under par? Oh, is yeah. that a perfect game? Well, I mean, a perfect game would be eighteen. Well, that's what I'm, I'm saying. A, yeah. a perfect game is 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 even par, right? Technically, right. But that's not the best you can do in golf. True. And 18 would be right if you really, but it's not possible. No. Like, well, I mean, no. It's not. If you use a par five on the course, it's not possible. Right, 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 right. I mean, realistically, unless we're talking Happy Gilmore, un ungodly, yeah, ungodly ability. Because like there are guys that can hit the ball 500 yards. It's right. not. But nearly you, as proficient but exactly and you can't you can't guarantee the accuracy of it and and so it's weird to compare it in that way because what would like you know what i mean so it's like the same thing in, in basketball is it is it a triple double is it as a hockey is it a hat trick like what gordy how hat trick for me what yeah like what a, what, what <laughs> equates, a perfect game what equates to it so it, it's really i guess you could view it and to me i would look at it like a whole one it's just like a okay uh something that everybody any golfer would want to have absolutely any bowler would want to have a perfect game yeah so that's that's the goal okay one day hopefully are you playing in a league now no i'm just bowling for fun just bowling for fun yeah i the they did a summer league but it was very minimal so i'm waiting for the fall league to open open up, up and then I'll, I'll probably hop back into that that'll be cool yeah very cool uh what are you shooting on right now um, what's your favorite camera hmm Probably my my Fuji uh, X one hundred V. That's the best. Or it um, pisses me off how awesome that camera is. Or the uh, that my that film camera, the Bronica that I got. Yeah. Uh, the medium format one. It's it's pretty cool. I like it. I'm still getting used to it, but I like it a lot. It's got some got some cool images off it so far. That's awesome. I uh, you know, so like I've pulled my friend into it, and he just started shooting film. <clears throat> and he got a uh, a Nikon, uh, old film camera, and not old. I think it was like from 2000 or something like that. Mm. But uh, Tim turned him on to it, which one to get. And he shot that all weekend at this golf outing. And I'm just like annoyed that he's better than me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some people got the what, – what was it? The, just like the composition of the photos or what? Just how they looked? So he has a better understanding of f-stop and shutter speed than I do. Okay. Because my my understanding comes from uh, video, 
and those they mean completely different things. And so like trying to understand the difference and like I've never gotten a hundred percent hold of shutter speed and f stop. Um, I kind of know where my safe range is and I just leave it there. I really don't like fine tune adjust. And I think he's getting good enough that he knows like, okay, someone's moving. I got to do this to drop down to that. And then he gets this perfect shot. Yeah. Um, but also just like some of the framing, he's so not afraid of breaking the rule of thirds. Yeah. I'm terrified. I'll n- never will you see me. Oh, I stray love, from that. I love putting people smack dab in the middle of a photo. It's not even so. He did this. One of my favorite shots is, uh, it's a guy walking, and he just put the hat in the bottom right corner of the guy. Yeah, like it's like this. Yeah, and then it's mountains behind him, and I'm just like, I would never fucking thought to do that. I would put the guy back left, walking forward through the frame, like textbook looking shit. Mm. And I was like, God damn, that's so fucking good. I just got a, a another good thing to do is um so like Tim actually taught me this is to I mean it probably it's probably this like what do you what what do you shoot with on on film is do you shoot with like a zoom lens or a prime lens uh, It depends on what I'm doing that day but um normally a zoom lens so confine yourself to one like a prime lens like a 50 right and then shoot I'll just I mean just shoot for like a week straight just on that lens. Make yourself make yourself move and frame things more so than um than just like compensating for oh well I have this lens I can just open up move out whatever. Um that that was like a like that's how I like Tim I think that's how he got really really, really good. good. Is, is he was just he strictly shot on a 50 for like 4 years. That's right. like all he shot on. So he got really used, and that's fifty. Basically, you know, it's like almost like a thirty-five, right, on a film camera. So it's like you're. He set himself up for that, and now that's like, to me, he's one of like the the better film photographers in Absolutely. Pittsburgh. Like I, he's he's great. Like I love his composition. I love he understands lighting really well too, mm-hmm. which is another very important thing. So, you know, if if you if you want to just try to like change the way you see things just you know confine yourself to that one specific like a 50 it doesn't even have it could be an 85 it could be something wide like just make yourself use it and find a way to make it work and that will that kind of like opens up your creativity more love it so i i thought that was like a really cool thing that he did and that was i i try to do that from time to time that's why i like um shooting on that fuji because it's a fixed it's a fixed lens yeah so it's i think it's 23 millimeters so it's just like anything i want to shoot like i I have to it's not like too uh wide but it's not super super telephoto at all right right. um it really makes you you know pick and choose what you shoot i think that's cool what's uh what's going on at bank bodega right now i feel like it's a meeting of all of the fucking cool kids in pittsburgh i mean it's Hey man, it's Pat. Pat actually, there. Well, this probably won't. That's gonna be a show there tomorrow. Cam, yeah, no, this will come out on Cam, Monday. Well, right. so but Pat is going to start doing monthly. Yeah. Um, like features of photographers, like shows at the shop. Uh, so Cam's is gonna be tomorrow, which will when this comes out would have been last Friday. Um, there still probably be some stuff up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know they're they're doing like a um, they're making some clothing collabs. I think they're putting um, 
like cams photos on the past yeah. shirts um so they're gonna do some stuff like that which is cool uh i mean obviously you, you know you had pat on so it's it's a it's a cool little shop, man. There, he's doing a bunch of stuff. He's wants to start doing um, monthly shows, like monthly galleries. Um, he wants to do more like outdoor, like music. Uh, he obviously he's been getting Trace involved. Uh, it's just a really cool. It's a cool vibe there, man. Like uh, he has uh, Brian uh, Longwell from uh, Local Motives comes in and sells vintage there. You know, like once a month usually on the weekends. Uh, so there, it's it, it's a really cool meshing of uh you know creatives and just good people there it's it's really it's really tight there man. well and he's got the hound stuff coming in now yeah yeah that's like i mean it's just every time uh i look at the instagram i'm just like damn he did it because that was his goal was to like be kind of the community art center in yeah. a lot of ways and he's nailing it and oh it's he's so crushing cool it, man. yeah he, he's he's doing great man it's it's awesome it's really nice to see because you it's it's cool also because it's like a it is. It's like a community. It's like a communal spot. It's like yeah. you'll go there and you'll you'll see people that you either typically wouldn't see. Like oh, like oh yeah, I follow you on Instagram or you know like yeah. it's just y you wouldn't see them unless you were out somewhere. Right. Or, um, but it's nice to to run into people that you know have common interests and right. it's it's a cool spot, man. It really is. I, I I dig what he's doing there. Yeah. No. I uh when they opened up, I went. I think I was sick the day that they opened up, and I went the next day and said, "What's up." And, uh, he was just like super cool, super nice. I'm like, all right, well you gotta, you gotta do the show. And he was actually the second guest we ever had on. So like, that was like a really big, yeah. it was pretty cool, but I, yeah, super cool bankrupt bodega. So we'll, you'll do a show eventually. Yeah. I think I'm doing one in September, I believe. Fuck yeah. Um, we're still deciding on a date, but I think that's like tentatively when we're going to do it. I yeah. want you to do an entire show of the, your food pictures yeah i know i would rather do like i'd rather do like homemade food though i think that's what i would rather oh do. that would be sick yeah that would be really cool like find all your friends that are good at fucking shit yeah like uh strawberry just had the the pasta guy on ryan peters yeah, yeah. that'd be cool i, I want to do some I, i've talked with uh ryan about doing some stuff too um definitely my buddy dan uh my old roommate he works at a it's called Wood Fired in um, East Liberty. It used okay. to be where Pizza Taglia was. Yeah. Uh, it's a new pizza place. Might have to go I check it out. I would say we have to do that. Place. I'll drag uh, you with me. I will go. Gladly. It's very good. Um, obviously, it's it's like uh, coal, coal fired. So cool. wood, wood fired. It's like on a stone. And it's it's really, really good, man. It's uh, I think they just like opened for indoor dining yesterday was the first oh, wow. day. Because they were just doing takeout. They had like outdoor dining, but yeah. then the you know the regulations and everything. So now they're they're back open for indoor dining. So you can dine in at uh, Lorelei, mm. which it's connected because they I believe it's owned by the same okay. same people. Um, but yeah, man, that that's he makes really really good food as well. Um, not just pizza, but that's he's doing doing great things with the pizza right now too. So very cool. Uh, better than Pizza Lupo. <sighs> it. Because you love Pizza Lupo, I, I, I do love Pizza Lupo. They're they're honestly, right now it's 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 Lupo, Wood Fired, and Fiori's are my three, and I don't know how I would order them. Okay, because they're all different. Yeah, like they're all different styles of pizza. Um, 
like wood fired is is a little is more light. It's like more Neapolitan. Oh, okay, so it's a little lighter. Um, I'm in. Fiori's is a little heavier. Oh, it's real heavy. And then Lupo's kind of right in the middle. Yeah. Um. But you know they're all great in their own. I'm glad we agree on Fiori's. Oh, I love Fiori's, man. That that's like if we're talking Pittsburgh staples, that's my. That's, That's your my go. number one. I think they're number two on the the buy the slice list. Yeah, um, they might have had a boosted score because Mister Portnoy may have given them a bad score, but no, uh, he gave him a good score. He gave him a good score for him, but you know, good score for him is you know I, I get it, but for Pittsburgh for Pittsburgh, yes, it's that's it's Fiori's, Aiello's, Minio's. If we're talking the big three for me in that order. Right, and we were Aiello's guys when we used to do the show at Deke's house. We would stop there. Yeah. Um, Minio's is is overrated, hot garbage, cheese slides off the pizza bullshit. If if we're if we're gonna if we want to get into specifics, I will quote Greg and for Minio's the coagulation is a thousand percent key. <laughs> Minio's requires that, and they'll tell you that it's a, it's a must. When it's when the cheese is is cool. Minios is very good. If you're going to try to eat Minios fresh out of the oven, you're fucking sadly mistaken, brother. You're going to burn your mouth something fierce. I think I'm chasing deep dish Pittsburgh pizza. Because it's it's not traditional deep dish, but it's also not pizza as as you come to expect it. What did? How was that place you just had the other day? Because that wasn't necessarily deep dish, but it was like Sicilian and it looked rather... Oh, uh, Di Pietro's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so here's the deal. I hate, I hate, I hate talking shit on like the little mom and pop shops. Like Minio's is a, a chain at this point. I don't think that if one bad Minio's you, review, you saying not something go about Minio's. Yeah, you say something about Minio's isn't gonna bury it. Right, but like Di Pietro's, like maybe stick to the pasta. Fair. I mean, that's you know that's fair. I have you have you had um. What's over there on on the north side, right over here? Badamos. 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 Yeah, they're square. They're fire. Yeah, really good. Fire. Really but the good. regular pizza sucks. Hated it. Hated the regular. So Tim told me he was like, "You got to try Badamos." I was like, "All right." I ordered it. Hated it. Yeah. And I was told him I was like, "I can't believe you said this was like some of the best pizza you ever had." I was like, "It was dog shit." He's like, "Did you get the square?" And I was like, "No." I was like, "You got to specify." Yeah, that. you do. You don't just say get a place and then don't specify. Like Lupo, both of their pot, their grand. Have you had their grandma? No, because they're always out. I'm I, even though I literally lived Dude. walking distance to it, I could never seem to get a hold of a grandma pizza. Their grandma pie. We got a vodka, vodka sauce grandma pie. Ooh. Um, wow, fire! Like, unreal, unreal. I, I I made myself sick eating so much of it. I believe that. Like it was so good. That's how I. Did. That was Shelly's pie for me. Yeah, I uh, I ate a whole medium, and that's like traditionally because it's a deep dish pizza, so it's like a large. Right, and I'm just like, oh my god, I'm gonna throw up, but it was so worth it. And that's that. Where are they at? They're in uh, Turtle Creek. Okay. Turtle Creek. So is that your? That's one. That's your Pittsburgh deep dish. That's that's, the, that. that's one. But there's controversy because the person who opened Shelley's left Vincent's with the recipe. Okay. So people say that Shelley's is knockoff Vincent's, and I haven't got to do Vincent's yet. So we have an ILO's menu situation there. Exactly. exactly. So you haven't had Vincent's yet. No, and it's it's literally the same because they're like across the street from okay. each other. They're not neighbors, but they're across the they're street right. from each other. Okay. So it's you hilarious. Gotta, you gotta 
ILO's ILO's Minio's Pat's and Gino situation. Right. Basically. Yeah. 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 Um, that's that's fair. It's fun. I mean, I, I would I would like to see. I'm not a big deep dish guy. That's my only thing. Sure. Um, because it's good. Don't get me wrong, but I'm on the full defense that once you make a deep dish pizza, it's no longer pizza. It's lasagna. Huh. Traditional deep dish, absolutely. Yes. I don't think Pittsburgh deep dish, I think, is like that line. Chicago deep dish, a thousand percent. But Chicago deep, yeah, it's lasagna. Giordano's? Yeah, that's that's lasagna. lasagna. Yeah. You're not a pizza spot. You're an Italian restaurant. Which was, it was really funny because when Greg and I had it, when we went on our best friend's road trip years ago, um, he was eating it with a fork and a knife, and I was like, Picking it up with my hand and forcing myself to eat it like pizza. Right. And yeah. and that's two that's the two different kinds of people you have. I mean, regardless, there's always gonna be those people that eat pizza with fork and knife. Never really made sense to me. But if you're going to go to Chicago and get a deep dish pizza, like I have done, and you go there with someone who's from Chicago and then they see you pick it up, they're like, No, you don't eat it like that. You yeah. eat it with a fork and a knife. Yeah. And then that's when I said it's not pizza, it's lasagna. It's not pizza. You don't no. you don't eat pizza with a fork and a knife. You don't do that no longer pizza it's it, lasagna it's it's yeah if you if you can't walk and eat it it's not a pizza it's not yeah, if it's not handheld i don't i don't want it it's not it's not a pizza i agree i agree it's a to-go lasagna <laughs> it's a to-go lasagna and that's that's uh, you know that's how i'm gonna just imagining lasagna in like a styrofoam container and that was like one of the least appetizing yeah. things. Well, picture it in a me. pizza box, in a little to-go pizza yeah. box, but it, you can't even close it the I, whole way. I'm 100% on your side here. And Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I, I like pizza, man. I, I do, too. I know you do, too. So <laughs> I'm, I'm passionate about my pizza. Same. Same. And I'm not a big deep dish guy. I'm not really... I'm not really... I, I was at one point, but I'm starting to not really like Detroit style either. Well, so I... Okay. So I agree with all of that, except for Detroit style pizza sauce is better than regular pizza sauce. It's got bite to it. It's tangy. I guess it depends. I Cause like Badamo's ironborn. Uh, I'm trying to think what the other big one. Oh, Bubba's in fucking. Oh dude, we got to go to Bubba's. I wouldn't you consider will fucking shit your pants over Bubba's. What? There's a, there's a chain one too. Oh, Jets. Uh, Jets. Jets. Jets was pretty good. Jets actually wasn't bad. I was kind of upset about they, how good Jets was. The crust that they had. They had the at Michigan and Trumbull. They moved yeah. back to Michigan though, or Detroit, wherever they went. Michigan, Detroit, same thing. But they they were good. They were in. I think they were in one of the. Were yeah, they, they were federal. Yeah, yep. so they were pretty good. Uh, but I mean, have you ever had Giovanni's downtown? Yeah, I love Giovanni's. So like their sauce, it's good. Is a sweet sauce. Yeah, and that's. I more so prefer the sweet sauce than a typical pizza sauce or even a, a sauce with a little more bite. To it. I like a sweet sauce. That's why I like Fiori's. Sure. That's why pizza I like Joe's has a good one. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know why I just, the sweet sauce does something for me. Not pizza Joe's. Let me rephrase that. Joe's pizzeria Joe's pizza. cafe. That is the good one. Not That's... pizza Joe's the fucking chain that sucks. Dicks. Pizza by Joe. Pizza by Joe. <laughs> Pizza by Joe. Pizza by Joe. Uh, yeah, Alfredo's Pizza. Pizza by Alfredo. Um, I do want to say I I had DiPietro's Sicilian. Maybe their regular pie is better. I don't know. Okay. Well, um, did somebody suggest the Sicilian? 
Or did you just get I it? I just got it. Okay. Because I was like, it's an Italian restaurant. They're yeah. Sicilian. It's got to slap. Got to be good. Right. And I didn't see like margarita pizza or anything like that. Otherwise, I would have gotten that. That's fair. Um, Have you done pizza or uh, police station pizza? No. Okay. That? That's out in Ambridge. Haven't been out there. There's there's a couple that I haven't been out to because like there's uh, the drive. Rockaway Pizza is one that I wanted to go to. Yeah, uh, I had Rockaway, didn't I? Did you do that? I think so. It's out past like. I want to say it's like past Elizabeth or something, something goofy like that. Yeah, I think I did it. We'll have to, we'll have to look. Oh that yeah, up. I'll look it up. Because I, I that was one I wanted to try. I heard it was really good. Um, I have not. What, what was it? Police. Police station pizza. Police station. Pizza. It's in an old police house. Okay. And like, as long as there's no cops there. There's no cops there. Yeah, fine. But when you show up, like you, you, there's no pre-order. There's no. You just go, and when they're out, they're out. Oh okay. That's the kind of. Yeah. I can get behind something like right. that. Right. Like, I, I, you know, I'd prefer it not to be that way, but I, if it's got to be that way, that's fine. And it's not gourmet. It's not like what we call fancy pizza. It's just a really good pizza. Good Square pizza. pizzas. Here's here's a hot take. Okay. And it's only, there. We've been talking about pizza for 15 I'll talk minutes. about pizza the whole show. <laughs> I, I got two more pizza topics I want to discuss. All right, good, good. Number one being. It's awful pizza, terrible. Okay. But when you are a 19-year-old student in Oakland or wherever you may be, uh-huh. Antunes Pizza, okay, $4.90 for the extra large, and they were open till 3 in the morning. Did you ever experience Antunes? No. Okay, so this was like- Not done Antunes. I it, did um, it's, it's the not, very first one, but I can't remember. Not good. It's, it's not good. I mean, in a pinch, it's good. When you're drunk, it's great. Like it's it's drunk pizza, thousand percent. Like can't it be is... worse than the O. The O's pizza was oh, the no, worst no, pizza no, no, in the no, history no. of the planet. When if you want to compare it to the O, it's it's a uh, Michelin star restaurant. <laughs> I mean, it is it's fantastic. The, the it's at least tenfold better than the O, but it by any it was not good by any means. Like it was a it was very doughy, very lacking in sauce. But when you got that pizza at two in the morning when mm-hmm. there was nothing else open and you only had to pay five dollars for it that you and your two other friends could just crush that was some great shit i i that was that was like a one of my fondest pizza memories even though the pizza was dog shit just the fact that you could go there and get a big ass like 16 slice pizza for four dollars and 90 cents couldn't beat it i think there's all of so ours was hometown pizza yeah and that was like they delivered to the dorm. You could get a six pack of Coke and a large pizza for like seven bucks. Yeah. And that was enough to feed everybody. You had Coke for rum. Uh, <laughs> and, and it was a great night. Like it was a there good was time. there was never a night where hometown pizza was on the menu and it was a bad night. Because, you know, you knew that one, you probably had a great night of, of partying or whatever oh, yeah. you were doing and you were going to cap it off with. You, it was it was a guaranteed. It was like, oh well, what if we're hungry? Oh well, they're open till three in the right. morning. We right. can get Antunes until three in the morning if we need to, and it's only five. But oh, we need two pizzas. Oh no, ten dollars. Right, like it's obnoxious. That's like thirty slices of pizza. Is Antunes for... still open? That's a great question. I I the business model probably wasn't very great. <laughs> they may not be. Um. But I mean, honestly, the the markup on pizza is ridiculous. So at the time, I want to say I'm I I want to look up okay. and see because they were I I can't remember which street they were on. I want to say they might still be open. 
but they also looks like yeah, Antunes Atwood. That's that's the street. Atwood. Okay. Atwood. Yeah, and there it's it's a tiny like that's it. Like that's the Oh dude, I've walked by that place yeah. a million times. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's tiny, but that that's it. That's the play. That is that, and and like I said, it's not great, not awful looking pizza. I don't know. It looks like Pittsburgh pizza. It's to me. Pittsburgh pizza, and that's you know you go in there and you get. I don't know if they still do the five dollar larges. I, I would hope maybe they with do. a college ID. Yeah, like I feel like it might be a college thing. It, it might be a late night thing too. I'm trying to see. Whatever it is, still open. So All right. If you ever want to get your Antunes experience, we're doing Antunes. Um, Antunes wood fired now. Buffalo chicken pizza. How are your thoughts and feelings? Okay, so uh, Buffalo Chicken Pizza and I have an on-and-again, off-again relationship. Fair. Because I think that's that's how you should consume it. You should be all in for, like, months. Right. And then your you asshole eventually is just like, enough is enough. You need a break. <laughs> you need a, you, we, need, we need to have a talk. We need to, we need to pull it. up. Yeah, we need to just... Let's go back to regular pizza for a little. Although, you know what? I have not had... I don't have heartburn. And I keep waiting for heartburn to come for me. Mm. And I feel like that'll be the end of my relationship with Buffalo Chicken Pizza. Because that is guaranteed to fuck your day up. Yeah. Um, this is true. You could also... What is... Uh, my buddy takes something for heartburn every time. He takes it like before he eats. He knows. He, yeah, he, he, got he, he prepares. Yeah, he prepares it. I don't remember what it's called. But he literally, every time we're about to get Buffalo Chicken Pizza from Frank's, which is my Dumb. personal favorite... Um, He's like, I got to, whatever Ellie pops. He's like, I got to pop that. That was me. Uh, he's like, I got to take that real quick. And I can't remember. I'll have, to, I'll have to ask him. But if heartburn ever does come your way, that's that's what I got to do. That's the route. I got to coat the throat. It's very helpful. There is a <laughs> coat, coat the, the throat. throat. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <Yeah. laughs> I'm leaving that in. <laughs> There's another, so there was this other place that we used to get Buffalo chicken pizza from Yeah, that closed uh-huh. years ago, but in in recent months, have there have been signs of reopening. Ooh, what was it? It was called Father and Son. No, yes, they're re- they are reopening. Yeah. Because it's right by me. Oh, you live over there now? Yeah. 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 Are they open? It says coming soon it's, on the it's, door. It said coming soon for six months now. So don't, don't break me like that. I mean, listen, because I was really excited. Listen, Pussities, I didn't think was coming back. For, True. For over I didn't a year, either. But then, I thought then, Pussities you know. was done. So Father and Sons was one of our favorite. It was I mean, it was a shithole. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Back because it used to be in Spring Garden and it was down. By, oh, like, yeah, yeah, by yeah. Like, I think a shop and save or something down there. In this little strip mall. It's, it's where Selly's Fitness is now, I bet. I, I think that is correct. And there's like a Dollar General yes, over there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so it used to be in there. Um, but this Buffalo chicken, man, I don't know what it was. I, they would put ranch like On under top. the, ch- no, under the cheese. Oh. And that was like, you would get this magical goodness with, I, I, I can't even describe. It's been so long. Look at your face. Right I, now. I, Cause I'm so, I, it's, it was so good. It was honestly one of my favorite pizzas ever. Awesome. And I don't even remember if it was actually that good or if it was just like I was a young, foolish child. And I was because I was like 15, Still. 16. And like I've had Frank's, but I was like, this place, they put ranch under the cheese. <laughs> They're doing There's something. There's ranch under they the files different. are in the computer. Yeah, like, yeah. And I, 
I don't know if like that was just me like, oh, it's so good because there's ranch under the chin. I'm like, buffalo chicken pizza, you need ranch. You just like it's a must. And they put it in there. I think I'm hoping that they open again soon. Pretty sure D's Cafe does that. Or D six pack and dogs, rather. They do pizza? Dude. Fire fucking pizza. Interesting. Like I didn't know that. Pittsburgh pizza to a ten. Hmm. Where like you pull that thing apart. There's too much cheese on it. The crust is like got bubbles in it. Uh, it's, I mean, it is Pittsburgh pizza to its core. You pull it and like you got to let grease run off of it for 10 minutes. Like, it's, okay, you got to dab it. I mean, I didn't know that D's did pizza. It's the best. I was not aware. The best. Okay. That's so what, that's the whole, re- uh, put another when one. I lived in Wilkinsburg, I worked there because their pizza was fucking awesome. And I was okay. like, it's time to learn to make pizza. Never learned to make pizza while I was there. I mean, I learned to make Detroit style pizza. Yeah. When I worked at Ironborn. Yeah. But uh, nah. <laughs> was that your last pizza topic? Yeah. Okay. That was my, my buffalo chicken was the was the last pizza topic. Uh let's because uh, we've been going for like almost forty some odd minutes now. Yeah, we have. I'm trying to keep these to an hour because you guys don't seem to like the buck twenties. I thought maybe we could get away with some buck twenties, but Interest goes down after the yeah, hour. Yeah, about the hour. Okay. Um, the hour's a good mark. So was there anything you wanted to talk about today that you have not gotten to talk about yet? Hmm. Uh, what, about, what about you? I don't know. You got any loaded questions over here? Well, I think you and I both were very upset with somebody's Adam Sandler ranking. Yeah. And I would like to discuss that with you. Yeah, can we pull deeply? That, can I'll we find pull it. it up? Yeah, pull that up. I mean, I'm I'm usually displeased at every ranking. Well, but this one was Derek's. Oh, that's right. It was Derek's. It was Derek's ranking, and uh, so I feel okay going after him. <laughs> Let me. He'll never hear this anyway. He doesn't listen to the show. Yeah, he doesn't listen. Well, we'll make it into a clip and make him see Copy it. Twenty four. Because. I mean, Do you like Bo's graphic? That's supposed to be me. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. I, I do wear a hat. Oh, man. I, I tend to do that, yes. I, I have worn a hat before. Oh, where are you? Where is the, the, the foolish rankings? So it was before his going away, was it? Or was it after? I think he was still here. Here it is. Adam Sandler. Okay, so these are not named Derek's, Derek's top ten best Adam Sandler movies, not named Hubie Halloween. And let me just make sure we're on the. Okay, cool. Uh, number ten, Little Nicky. I'm not mad at Little Nicky being in the top ten, but I think you could push it out of the top ten if you really got into it. Yeah, he. Ha- oh my god, I I'm just okay. Go Nine ahead. is Mr. Deeds. Thumb. Uh. Eight is Big Daddy, which feels like a slap in the face to Big Daddy. Uh, it, it's dis- disrespectful. I want to kiss you all over. It's, it's disrespectful. Again again. Uh, Scuba Steve. Uh, Fun fact. What? That's Happy Gilmore. Fucking right it is. You're right. But Scuba Steve was Big it's Daddy. It's a similar apartment. It's a, it's a, it's, it, no. No? No. Doesn't he have a little, like, Commun- uh, like walkie-talkie on the wall in Big Daddy. He has a because he's like, come on up, Scuba Steve. He has a buzzer. 
but he's got that big sliding New York style door. Oh, that's right. The New York apartment in Big Daddy is actually pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. If you think about it, how did he afford that apartment? He couldn't. I'm. That's a wild. Also, Sandman has wheeled some beautiful women in his movies. This is true. Which he's not capable of in real life. This is true. He's just living at like. He he realized early at SNL, I think probably when he got fired from SNL, he's like, I have a chance to do what every like small town white kid has ever wanted to do. <laughs> and he just swung for the I fence. I mean, he and man, I'm ah, this list is All right, so All right, let's continue. 7 is mis, uh, murder mystery. I don't even think I've ever seen that. Anastasia shut it off half an hour into it and said, this is the dumbest movie I've ever watched. I, Eight Crazy Nights isn't on here, and I don't even care it's animated. I'm putting that on this list. It says, not named Hubie Halloween. So, it, animated is at play, in my opinion, here. Yeah, was... um, okay. Uh, number six, The Wedding Singer. That sounds about right. I put it higher. I love The Wedding Singer. That's so fair. I, it, it's, it's deserving of in the top ten. Right. Easily. Right. Waterboy at five. Like, Kathy Bates will tackle you if she ever sees you in public. <laughs> yeah. That's top three. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for me, for me, it's top three, for sure. It has to be top three. It's it's top three for me. Gilmore, Gilmore, Billy, and Waterboy are, top, are, are the, the top, top three. three. And Hands whatever down. order, depending on which one you saw first, I think. It, it could be depending on the mood you're in that day. That's very good point. Whatever quote might have popped you <laughs> off that day. <laughs> um, okay, four is 51st Dates. Deserving for a top 10 spot. I would say that starts Not 10 for me. Five. Yeah, that's that probably starts at 10 9 for or me. 10. Yeah. Um, and then three is Billy Madison. Okay. If you're like Justin Luteran would tell you Billy Madison's three, it's it's between Waterboy and Gilmore for him. I think it's between Gilmore and, and Madison for me. But I do uh, I do really love the Waterboy. Which one do you quote the most? See, that's tough. I my favorite quote. Okay. Which isn't even which which isn't it's a throwaway line. Which yeah, which yeah. isn't even an Adam Sandler line. It's a Norm Macdonald line <laughs> from Billy Madison. <laughs> yes. Is when they light the shit on fire. And it's after that. He called the shit poop. Yeah. After that, when they're laughing and Norm MacDonald is literally laughing hysterically on his side. And he's like, this is the greatest day of my life. <laughs> like, that's my favorite line <laughs> in the whole movie. It's just like, I don't know why. It's just so perfect. Did you, uh, do you know the story about Justin Luter and mine sound final? No. Okay. Oh, wait. Yes. 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 <laughs> we perfectly yes, recreated yes, that yes, yes. where we played ours first and the teacher's like, okay, so that was the movie one. And we're like, nope. nope. <laughs> we watched yeah. this movie so much that we can do Adam Sandler, Norm MacDonald, or whatever the other guy's name is uh, yeah, perfectly. His, yeah, that, I mean, but I do quote Happy Gilmore. Oh. Probably Happy Gilmore's your most? Religiously, I quote that movie the most gold jacket green jacket i don't give a shit like i literally i could fire off stupid okay. quotes from that movie all day i did long. get to hit somebody with a uh at the golf outing legitimately got a somebody's closer off and it was like legit like i hit i just like hit this fucking magic ball that i'll never hit again in my life and i just looked at him like somebody's closer and like, then walked away and that was it there's just so many great lines in that movie like, i don't like every movie every line in that movie is is it's hilarious yeah um, okay, so then two is Happy Gilmore, fine. Yeah. But then one is Uncut Gems. 
Now, like, I- I'm not saying it's a bad movie because it's obviously in the top ten. I think it's a great movie. And I, I think it might be, like, five for me because it- it's a- I enjoyed that movie. So what's four? So it would be uh, Big Daddy. Big Daddy's four. Yeah. Okay. It would be Big Daddy. It would be those three. It would be Big Daddy. It would be Uncut Gems. It would be Mr. Deeds. Um, Eight Crazy Nights. Fifty mm-hmm. First Dates. Mm-hmm. No, Wedding Singer and then Fifty First Dates. Yeah. That, okay. would, that would round me at 10. So um, I have a list here in my hot little hand. Uh, Justin Luteran once accused me. Now, keep in mind, Justin and I grew up watching Adam Sandler movies together. Like, somehow, I don't remember which one of us got a hold of it, but we had a tape of Billy Madison, and we watched it, and we burnt the tape out. Yeah. And then we got a hold of Happy Gilmore, burnt the tape out. Waterboy, burnt the tape out. And literally, they were tapes. Yeah. Like, it was, oh, it was the best. And um, miss those days. So, somehow... In our old age, he thinks that I don't like Adam Sandler movies. And I think it's his early dementia kicking in. Oh, definitely. <laughs> right? So I have been on a quest now for about a year and a half to watch every Adam Sandler movie mm-hmm. and rank them on a scale of one to five. Not that, like, their multiple can be fives, okay? Okay. So, Billy Madison, I have it four. And this is objectively the movie, not how I associate with the movie. Right. Okay. Because uh, Billy Madison's my one with a with a bullet. See, I, I if if we're, I think that the storyline of Happy Gilmore it makes more sense yes. than the storyline of Billy Madison, which is why I think Happy Gilmore is in front of Billy Madison for me. Exactly, and that's why I have it at a five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I make yeah. Yeah. The end of the end. Of- and the Billy Madison makes no fucking sense. No, but I love it. But it has some of my favorite bits. Like when Chris Farley goes, that is correct. Yeah, and I mean, starts they, unbuttoning his, like, yeah. When the, when the principal comes up to him at the very end, he's like, I'm still horny. Yeah. Like that, it's, it's all, it's, it's a great, it's great. We are now dumber for having. <laughs> yeah. Glad I called that guy. Like right. that, it, you know, glad and Buscemi. Oh. I'm glad Buscemi's in every, every one. It's, it's fantastic. Everyone. It's so great. Uh, okay. So Happy Gilmore, five. Waterboy, five. I have Nikki at four. Because it's on the rails 90% of the way. And then again at the end, it's just like, where are we going? You notice that I didn't have Little Nicky in my top 10. I don't care for Little Nicky. You don't like Popeye's freaking chicken. I don't like Little... See, like I think it was because I loved the character that was developed oh, basically, on snl well it and it was on his um his like tape that he put out like 94 yeah, yeah. he did that it was um what was he was like little nicky gachesare and his he visits his grandfather and his grandfather's friends at the social club and that like that skit that audio skit will forever just be like anything other than that involving like the nicky gachesare character That's or like also the nicky character the same tape the song eight crazy nights came from right uh that uh that's the Hanukkah, Hanukkah song. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I believe it's on the same tape. I think yeah. it is. Um well, I think it was called What the Hell Happened to Me. Okay. What the what the tape was called. And it's just like a bunch of skits. And that one is it it like they just have this big thing about uh like Nikki, what'd you do at school today? And there he's like, Oh, we finger painted and then they're like, Ah, <laughs> oh, respect the finger paints, oh you re-. and then like all the like they have all these guys like in the background, like respect the smearing. Yeah. Like it's just oh, like all this respect. Awesome. And then at the end, they're just like respect, respect. And it's it's a fucking it's like five minutes long. It's yeah. a hilarious like little sketch. That's but awesome. That 
to me like encompassed that like character and like all of that. I just, I don't know. I just didn't really like Little Nicky that much. Yeah. But okay. that's just me. Fair. That's just me. I don't think that's that's wrong. Um Okay. Uh <laughs> we can't rank it in a movie, but phone wallet keys Oh, the skit? Probably has to be like you have to bring like an opera singer. Yeah. Like I, anyway. Um, okay. That's, that's that was a good one. Anger management is at four. Wow. Man, I almost want to Anger that's Management's a great movie. so good. And he's not the clown in that one. Yeah. Which is fun. Yeah. Uh, it it I do like that one. Jack Nicholson kills it. That's a good movie. That's uh Galaxia from Lickensy Dickens. I, <laughs> Woody Harrelson. I I'm also, a lady. Whoops, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are really fucked up. Did you know that? <laughs> I Oh, fuck. There's I'd, so many people turning off their fucking iPods right now. They're <laughs> all like, right, all we're right, done. we're done with the Billy Madison shit. Uh, I, I do want to at least commend Deke for not having um, grownups in the uh, in the list. That's like a I'm smarter than you pick. Yeah. Oh, Grown Ups is actually one of his best reclaimed films. I hate those movies. Uh, and then I get into uh, all the rest of them are like the the Netflix running movies. Yes. Um, the Cobbler. Cobbler How is the highest it? ranked. Would you give it a I three? I have a four. You give it a four? I love The Cobbler. I didn't watch it. I thought it was fun. I turned it on for five minutes and I turned it, it on. It was nice. It's no Don't Mess With The Zohan. Which is a it's a five out of five for me personally, and it would open up my top ten Adam Sandler movies every day of the week. I I just uh, no, <laughs> not for me. That was because uh, that came out the year Justin and I graduated from high school, and it was the Zohan last... or Cobbler. Zohan. Oh, I was like and Cobbler just came out no, a couple no, no, years no. ago, and uh, it was like. We were going, it was like the last summer, you know, you're going away to college and like Adam Sandler just released a movie and like we went together and it was this like really like nice moment between the two of us. Like things are going to change. Like we're going to be big guys now and, but we got Sandman still. He's still here doing <laughs> yeah, the same still thing. Doing his thing. Yeah. I mean, Zohan's not awful. I just, again, another one of those that just wasn't, I don't know, man. Like he had this it was like four years yeah where he was just like i don't want to untouchable un, yeah untouchable and on fire and like i lit like nothing he could put out did any wrong to me and then yeah. i want to say it was spanglish yeah and then like after spanglish punch drunk love is awesome punch drunk love isn't bad spanglish is sandler right that's, yep. that's okay yep. yeah yeah he With, did the two uh, love movies he, he did uh, shrunk and then he did Spanglish was first though. Spanglish sure. is with Selma Hayek though. Yeah, I which, mean, yeah, I don't blame. I, I saw that movie in theaters when it came out, oh, and wow. I was in like, I want to say I was either a freshman or like eighth grade, like okay. somewhere. I think it came out in like two thousand three or something, and I was like, this sucks. Like I hated it, and I mean, probably if I went back and watched it, it probably wouldn't be awful. Like, mm -hmm. um. It's probably a decent movie, and I'm sure Selma Hayek is great in it, honestly. And, like, I remember it being, like, I was like, this just sucks because it's sad. I was like, I'm just bummed. I remember watching it and being like, fuck, subtitles. <laughs> well, yeah, that's too. <laughs> and I was like, I'm watching Fair. Adam Sandler. I don't want to read anything unless it's uh, whatever John Goodman's saying. 
But I'm, or no, that's not John Goodman. Who's the coach who can't talk in Waterboy? Oh, it's like a well-known actor. I, I can't. Remember. I can't remember his actual name. Wow, man, what a great character. Uh, but one more Adam Sandler thing. Okay. The most depressing Adam Sandler movie. Ooh. Click. Click. Yeah. Fucked up. Click is fucked up, but fucked really good. Up. I mean, Click wasn't on Walken. his list either. I don't think I can put Click in my top 10 just because it makes me so fucking sad every time I watch it. It is the most depressing fucking like that finish. I know it. I know it goes back, mm. but that way that it ends. It's so fucked like that movie fucked me up. So this is really this is this is pretty heady. Are you ready for this shit? Click to me was the first studio-produced record for Sandler. Like, yes, he hit some home-run A-plus fucking songs with, um, you know, uh, Waterboy and Happy Gilmore, but, like, his, like, demo track is, like, Billy Madison, but, like, his first, like, stapled-on star blockbuster movie is Click. And so for that, it will always hold a special place in my heart and has to be top ten, despite how sad it is. I mean, I don't hate it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't hate that movie. Right. I, I just think it's unbelievably it's sad. sad. Like, it is so like it's and, and the best. Like, what sucks about it is like it's a you enjoy it all the way up to the. Oh end. yeah, like you're like having a good time. Like and when he it, does the the reap the loop of the girl's boobs. Yeah, like you're then, having yeah. a good time. You're like, this is great. Like, this is fun. And then and then you're like, oh, there's this moral lesson that I have to learn now. <laughs> About fucking living for every moment and enjoying the time that I have. And now I'm just fucking sad again. Yeah. Like, I'm really like Christopher Walken just made me sad. Right. Christopher Walken made me sad. Which isn't fair. That's fucked up. No. Yeah. So. But, you know, that again, like I don't hate that movie. That is that is a it's a good movie. Just sad. It is sad. <laughs> just it's sad. Uh, all right. I think that's it. We did it. Do you want to end us on a Simpsons quote? Oh man, the <laughs> I posted one today that was great. Uh, it was when he's on the phone, and uh, Homer he, Homer's on the phone, yeah, and and Bart and Lisa, and well, their whole family's in there. And Marge had just said, Bart said, "This sucks," and she was like, "Don't say that's don't say sucks. That's a terrible word." And Homer's on the phone, and he was like, "That team sucked. I tell you what, nobody sucked more than them. That was the most suckety bunches of suckers that I ever seen suck." And then he, Homer, and Marge was like, "Homer, watch your mouth." And he was like, "Ah, oh, sorry, I gotta go." <laughs> I'm not. I don't. Okay, I, don't, all right, all right. I want to pull it up because I don't want to. Yeah. To screw up the quote because it's such a great quote. He says, <laughs> "He says, gotta go. My damn wiener kids are listening." <laughs> <laughs> like it, it's it's so good. Yeah. It's like it's great. Uh, <sighs> I, I love The Simpsons, man. I. I God, I could talk about The Simpsons all day. We'll do another episode. On oh, yeah. T today was Adam Sandler and hot dogs and beer. So yeah. <laughs> or uh, pizza, pizza and, and beer. beer. Yeah, You know, fine. can't beat that. No, no, it's no. a boys night out. Boys night out! What, what, <laughs> next time we do a little Simpsons, maybe do a little uh, Chris Farley. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> the best. All right, boy, but, thanks for coming in, man. Yeah, man, thanks for having me. Remember, we are now in your brains.